Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We found the music! Yeah! What's it called? We own the night. The name, oh. the name escapes me. I don't think we're that's right. correct. I don't no. think that's correct. We'll look it up. No, it says it right there. It says we we own did the some night. jokes. We got it. Gosh dang it. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's I okay. just we love it when <laughs> lyrics of songs are the titles of them too, so you can remember Especially the name. Especially the thing of the song. that they repeat over and over. Yeah, what's that one song that goes uh, tequila? I never forget. Hello, the title. everyone, and welcome to the Breaking Ground After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Kathy Kelly. Joining me. Brandon Taylor. Yep, at CWFH Training on Twitter. I'm back again. He's okay. a ball of just energy. This yep. one. Yep. Love you. You know, it's like it's like Enzo Amore. Your energy rivals the UK takeover London crowd. Dude, you probably Pretty could close. have filled up all of Wembley with your energy <laughs> by yourself. I try. You know, it's, it's a real gift. Sitting next to the incredibly excited Brandon Taylor <laughs> is. Mark Donica. The incredibly purple Mark Donica. Howdy! <laughs> uh, I'm the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark. I'm in the chat live. If you don't know that we have a live chat, uh, we're live uh, every Wednesday covering Breaking Ground, so make sure that you join us live if you're listening to us on iTunes. Usually it's earlier. Usually it's earlier, but today <laughs> we... made we... some switcheroos today. Yes, a special yeah. exception. So that we can talk about take over to London a little bit earlier. But it was it's kind of great because it this the, our show today reflects the programming on the network where Breaking Ground came on right after. Yeah, it so. did. That that was that was helpful. Yes. <laughs> Um, so this episode, there was a lot that went on. I, we didn't really see like storylines. It's more of a continuation of people that we've already been introduced to on the show. Um, Corbin pulls the biggest heel move I think I've seen in all of wrestling and double parks his motorcycle. Piece of garbage. <laughs> two spaces. Taking up two spaces for a motorcycle. Yeah. What a jerk. Some stuff is just too close to real real life, and that was breaking I mean, ground sure for this week. Real. Thank you, everybody. Don't. But yeah, um, hilarious nonetheless. Don't be that guy. Don't be a Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Be considerate. That guy. That guy. It's that um, man. That man. We had this tease last week of Carmella's injury, where she gets uh, a little bit of a stinger. Um, <laughs> she you know, got a lot of the head. In the head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gracious. Well, kicked by someone, and mm. Um, mm. yeah, but she gets her evaluation. No evaluation. <laughs> and uh, Bloom says, this is something that I thought was really cool for us as an audience to see. Bloom basically says to her, take it easy. Don't ever be afraid to tell the ref um, that you're hurt. Protect yourself because you have a long career ahead of you. Very it's, smart thing to convey. It's a nice thing to say, but the reality is is, is more of a, a double-edged sword. Well, that's, yeah, that is one of those things of, you know, if you don't complete a match, does that reflect poorly on you? Yeah, uh, does it, it does. hurt your career? And it's something, it's a, a choice that she has to make. I really respect that he said that because as um, a lot of fans, I think, believe 
you know, they're a lot more strict and they aren't. They care about the people. They care about their livelihood and their well-being. Well, it's I think he's motivated by other factors to say what he said. I think the reality of it is if somebody stops a match midway through, the, they are called into question. Can this person be relied on in the future? Will there be other instances where they stop a match mid-match because they're unable to continue? Well, she and where said, is the line? She said, you know, I thought I just got kicked and I can, could, could continue going. Right. But it was, I think, maybe the refs that, that stopped the match. Well, I mean, no, the, the match ended uh, shortly after. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there yeah. was and then that. she was looked at and taken out of yeah. the ring. Um, but we see kind of how she deals with this injury throughout this episode of, you know, she goes to dinner with Cass, Enzo, Bailey, and uh, we get a little inside look into Enzo's fart song. <laughs> it's his and his alone. Well, yep. <laughs> it's, I've uh, heard other versions. Of course. <laughs> it's <good>. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know my wife would like it if she heard it. Well, she she's a fart joke magnet. She's just so good and magnate, magnate. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, she's captaining the industry <laughs> in fart jokes. All of this uh, kind of culminates towards the end of the episode of her getting in the ring to see if she would be cleared by Tara, one of the trainers down at the performance center, and. Uh, just runs her, makes her do the ropes, <laughs> takes her several up. bumps, blows ropes. her up. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I mean, it's cool to see the passion as well of she was so mad that she got injured because she wouldn't be able to work for a week mm-hmm. and now getting a little bit of a taste of what some guys have had to go through of being injured for months at a time um, and not being able to work. But also, it was cool to see how excited she was about like taking bumps and stuff. Right. Also for something like this, seeing the seeing the folks who have been injured for a long time, it's a it's a different place because they're not they're not on TV yet. Mm-hmm. So while not and not to discredit those injuries whatsoever, at least in breaking ground. But, right. but for breaking right. ground, like Carmela is somebody who is on actively on television. So to take her out for even a week could be detrimental. If, what if that was a TV week? You know, right. and she had to miss it. She couldn't even do stuff in the back. Like she couldn't come out to the ring. That and that's four weeks with, of Carm- that's a month of Carmella not on TV. With that being said, I I would have liked to see what they what they said to Eva Marie about it. I, I, I wanted to see the other side of that because there were there were two people involved in this. She didn't just hit her head on her own. Somebody kicked her in the head, and I want to see how they deal with that, at least from a, a, a television standpoint, mm-hmm. because that's that's very important to the story at large. It's not about her overcoming. It's about somebody who may be unsafe, and how do you deal with that? I think that's a question that went large, largely unanswered in this scenario. Do you think that's something that we would see on, like, a Total Divas? <laughs> I guess we'll have to watch Total Divas to find out if we want to put ourselves through that. Yeah. I like Total Divas. So I'm does, happy for you. So does Bill. Sundown Hotel on Twitter. Friend of ours. Happy Sundown for Motel. them. Sun, what? Sundown Motel. Motel. Sundown Motel. That's my fault. Motel. He's not that classy. I take full responsibility. <laughs> um, I also loved Matt Bloom in this episode because we got to see a lot more of his personality from um, just, you know, being a caring coach and talking about how this is the job that he's always wanted is being able to teach people, but uh, being in the gym and having a little problem with this nipple ring. <laughs> These things happen. I, I like. I. It, Do you have experience with that? Do you want to find out? 
What I liked, uh, <laughs> I, I found it. I mean, like now I'm just curious, but like I don't want to find out. This, and this is a dude who who uh, uh, he knows how to wrestle in in uh, overalls, and those got well, the uh, suspenders. Suspenders, yeah. yeah. The suspenders have have metal. In when them. I used yeah. to play <laughs> soccer, there was like you had a strict you couldn't have uh, any. Rings earrings in oh, yeah. and there was a girl that had just gotten her ears pierced and she taped over the thing but the tape came off mid game and one of her earrings got snagged on either her jersey or someone else's jersey pulled it out right. disgusting this, this is why I don't I don't really trust guys who wrestle with earrings on like do you just want to have that torn out of your head why do you take these chances this is unnecessary I thought it was interesting to see that He's still a major part of that lifestyle, despite his new role as head trainer. Like I, I, I thought you know maybe like you know I'm gonna be like a lot more active and a lot more of this and a lot more of that. It was like you know no I'll leave him in. Why not? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Respect. Um, we get to see a little bit of the performance center or the workouts that go on there and see more talent that we haven't necessarily seen on Breaking Ground before just in the PC um, I, I think it was Matt Bloom who called out um, Raleigh for like just going way too fast <laughs> well, just being a goof yeah. being a goof in the weight room and it was just like but then how how that, that switch flipped and Mojo was just like <laughs> what what bro? It was literally the the kid who has ADHD in class and they get called out by the teacher like <laughs> or like yeah. the dog that's going through the trash and they get called out by their owner. I didn't do anything. No. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about anything. Nope. What are you talking about? Nope. Yeah. So goofy. Um the girls get a makeup lesson, which is something that I didn't I I'm glad I don't have to deal with this. I never thought about so it before. Frustrating. No, I know, but no, no this is something that I, I go through every single day yeah. of like having to take an hour to do your hair and makeup. And mm. guys don't understand that. Like guys are like, oh yeah, like let's go do this. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see you in six hours. <laughs> it was it was great seeing it from different perspectives too. Like seeing it from Bailey was like, I don't, I don't usually do this stuff until now. But it's an important yeah. part. It's like when we saw earlier in the season, Dana Brooke talking about you got to be ready for yeah. whatever. And even she had like half stuff done because yeah. she's like, I mean, this is just a part of my well, daily routine it's, now. It's one of those things that's so bizarre because you know you don't think about as guys what goes into it, but mm-hmm. if. Like, as a girl who's on television, I'm told, like, oh, you don't need makeup, but then if I don't wear makeup, it's, oh, you are you look tired. Are you sick? Yeah. 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 That's the worst. I think a lot of these, a lot of the, the female talent looked better without makeup. I just I mean, just sitting there yeah. going, wow, Dana Brooke actually looks kind of pretty like this. That's so mean. That's, That's really, the biggest backhanded compliment I was really, I've ever I was heard. really hoping I that you were going <laughs> to... I was really hoping you were going to leave it at some of the divas. You had to go. Nope. You had to go Dana there. Brooke, Dana Brooke looked pretty without Honestly, makeup on. all of those girls are pretty. They yeah. are. 100%. And I, I think some of them need to dial it back with the makeup a little bit. That's my 
That's how I that's a, that's feel. That's a general about it. thing I think from the male population is everyone's always like, oh, I like a girl that looks like if she has makeup on, it looks natural. But I think for if you consider it's similar to stage makeup, is you have to be very drastic, or else you can't see people's features. So if you're in an arena like Wembley Arena, and <laughs> people have the nosebleed seats, you can't see their eyeballs or their their you know how they emote. So the reason why you have that much of makeup is to bring out those characteristics. It goes back to to Greek and Japanese theater. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get that, but then. All the females have it. None of the males have it. But the, I actually was hoping that we to, I technically was, Valor has makeup. But well, hey. <laughs> I was I was actually really hoping that we were going to see. All right, girls out, guys in. Like there's just a basic amount of of like certain guys that that would need it. And uh, the interviewers would need it. Yeah, yeah. So that would be something that that our good friend Alex would possibly go through. Um, but uh, I I put uh, or helped guys do makeup before for camera. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's that's it's, it's necessary it's, for It's essentially just doing um, powder mm-hmm. or like yeah, blood in the face, yeah. Um, so th- that's what I was hoping for. Um, but I I I think it's also seeing that under a fluorescent light as opposed to lighting. Camera yeah. lighting. So it it could be a completely different thing. Yeah. Um, still cool to see an inside look into that. And I would assume, I, I thought that the girls got their makeup done for at least the tapings, but mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong about that. And maybe, was this specifically for, like, they didn't mention whether this was for, for the road. live events. This is and, probably yeah. for the road. I know I mean, they do have was, to do it for the road. She was talking about travel. Okay. Uh, the, the The woman that was giving the instructions, whose name escapes me, I apologize. Mm-hmm. She was saying that the, the when you're on the road, it's it's hard to take care of your skin, but you really need to. So I think this is really more for the road than it is for tapings. Yeah. I think there's somebody there to look look over them for tapings. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get to see Bailey at home making some food or just eating it out of the package with uh, <laughs> her boyfriend Aaron Solo, and this is, is Aaron Solo. kind of funny. Aaron Solo. They decide to watch her match <laughs> against How Sasha. Weird. She's, a, she's only Forget watched it. it 92 times. This is marking out for yourself. This is the only time where somebody's been doing something WWE related in their free time where I believe it. Like playing <laughs> playing 2K was like they they would have been playing FIFA <laughs> or Madden or something, um, or like watching taking turns playing GTA or something. But but for this and for how important this was and for how huge of a fan Bailey is and wanting and just wanting to be a student of the game and and I feel like she watches the tape constantly of where she can improve. This made sense to me. I think the reason why they showed that too is what they're setting up for next exactly. week. Right? I was like, this yes, is, this is down. a transition. Yeah. And yet, but yet, I still believe one hundred percent. When they were kind of joking, like this is like the hundredth time we watched. It it. No, 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 it's just ninety-two. As a wrestler, it is really important to watch your matches back, oh, yeah. watch your promos back, watch everything you can. So I understand that it was just funny how it was presented, and I would assume that like her and Aaron, if they are watching stuff, they're usually just watching like older stuff on the network or. Probably. I don't know. Not her match 97 times. <laughs> right. Hey, it was a good match. It was only 92. It was, I thought. It was a <laughs> really, really good match. It so, was a really good match. And the quick quick side note, still WWE related, they're doing the Slammies next week. I was going to say, oh, is that they? nominated yeah. for NXT is, in, is ineligible. 
So nothing from NXT is eligible for that match. And I was like, if there was, cause, cause here's the problem is if you make one exception, then everything would be NXT and NXT would win everything. And that's not the message. I don't that know that it well, would win everything it? because there's so many, uh, like, if you think about it, I think the NXT fans are very loud in the WWE universe. We are very loud. We are very proud. Did of, you like, hear London? Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Literally loud. But there are a lot of fans. Like, there are millions, millions more fans of the main roster yeah. that don't, right. <laughs> aren't internet wrestling fans. You know, like, don't they don't think... comment on every YouTube video or yeah. every tweet or whatever. We are just very immersed in the wrestling culture. I yeah. don't think NXT would take away all the slammies. I no, don't no, I, I do, I do I think it should be at comment. least eligible. That mm-hmm. To me, that's complete BS. I, yeah. No, I agree. Because, like, they have, there's favorite diva of the year, LOL moment of the year, like, like simple stuff, superstar of the year. Yeah. Newcomer of the year, I was actually really happy that um, it's both men and women. With with Charlotte uh, making the rounds for that, the huh. only reason why I'm not mad—I mean, like I am mad that like NXT is not eligible. But the only reason why I'm not mad is because it's not like it's a Hall of Fame award, no, or no, no, something no, like no. that. Where it's, no, it's, it's got a lot of significance, no. and that's something that yes, you probably remember that you want to slam in your entire life, but it's not as big. But also, if it was like fan voted. Yeah. Which which I don't know if it is this year. I know Superstar of the Year will be Some because of them ev- are. well, yeah. Superstar of the Year is everybody's eligible. So that that'll be something where they'll have the fans vote. Um, I mean, if you look at it though, like look at the guys that are on the main roster versus the guys that are at NXT. Even the top guys, the guys on the main roster, the mid card have more Twitter followers and Instagram followers and yeah. whatever mm-hmm. than the guys at NXT. So I really don't see an NXT person winning even if there was that as an option. It would it would give NXT though a nice It would little, give them a huge nice little like, bump. a lot of clout. Yeah. Um, like hey like maybe awesome. maybe you guys should watch people yeah. who like, don't watch NXT maybe you should watch this match. I just that don't think that it would. Time. No, yeah. Unfortunately. Cuz like there there and, and that's not to disca- discredit the main it's roster just, either. at the end of the day there's more eyes and ears on the main roster. Absolutely. Agreed. And and there are, there have been some amazing matches this year even like more recently with the 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 title tournament. Yeah. Or earlier earlier in the year, some of the WrestleMania matches were great. Though I will say, Sting versus Triple H should not be on that list because that was pretty. That was, that was a questionable match. <sighs> in terms of story, it was great. In terms yeah. of actual wrestling, I, that would be all right. Let's switch that yeah. with Bailey and pa- uh, ba- Bailey and Sasha Banks. Yeah. Uh, either way, yeah, just random. But uh, uh, I, I, that's why I believe one hundred percent that that. Bailey would be watching this match, mm-hmm. but I do dig the setup for later. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about another female down at NXT who uh, we saw in tonight's episode or a couple days ago's episode. Um, Noof. Noof. We saw her creating her character with Mr. Regal a couple weeks ago, and now she is putting that into action with. Her, um, we see her ring gear, which I think fit her perfectly. Agreed. Um, and her entrance, which I couldn't tell whether it was the camera and the storytelling that they were doing and she did a good job, or it was she didn't do a good job and they, they like hit that home with the storyline. It's because it could have been cut. Well, right? I think it's so hard. No, because the the second the second time too for for the like the public reveal, I suppose for the or the the PC reveal, right? Um, was just a single shot. 
like with very with like a single cutaway from Regal, but it didn't feel like there was any time lost. So for that first one, it was like, oh, it was a good aspect for looking to the looking to the next time. Like, oh, well, maybe maybe there's something that we missed. That's something that she can work. She right. looks like she just bounces around. Like I I want her to take it a little bit slower, and that's something that I think I've even had to learn with hosting is talk at a normal speed because yes. when we're nervous, we usually speed things up. Mm-hmm. Right, and she, I mean, Regal said it, I think, I, I can't remember which time, but it's, she doesn't move with intention. She doesn't, she just sort of does, eh, whatever, and, but which there's no... Which is okay there's for no, a heel character, potentially. No, even, even if you're a really? heel, yeah, you've got to have focus. You have to have some focus. Even if your focus is to have no focus, like, that's that's a thought that you have to have. You can't just kind of go out there and wing it. You have to actually have fun. I don't know that I've ever thought of a, a Bratz doll as focused as being focused. That's Fair not... <laughs> but I mean also it it was like her her presentation a couple weeks ago looked like a like a fourth grader pro- project. She's 19! Yeah. And, it, and I wish, I just wish she was a little bit more creative because I think she's different. She just doesn't know how to be different. And like it took it took too long to get to the oh that's something. Like, because it only, once she got to the ring, was, oh, look, little Bella Dancer thing. Which, like, I agree with Regal where the intro to the music with the with the music box... That was weird. Cut it. Yeah. You, everybody, Audacity's free, you cut that bit off, and you start with the with the poppy entrance, and then that's, that's, that's a lot more energy, because there's more people going, what the hell's about to happen, yeah. Yeah. than just going like, oh... It's cool music. I like music. Yeah. This is fun and pop. Um, so it sounded like K-pop, <laughs> which is which is fine. Yeah, that that could help define that type I mean, of a character. I mean, but, it's just what do you what do you think about when you think about belly dancers? Belly dancers are are sexy. They're mysterious. So you play up. She has that. the whole like. But th- that was that but that was wasn't there. Second, mm-hmm. like if she came out with her back to the audience and started moving. Like originally, just just started moving, kind of kind of like your. Whoa! What if she started in a thing of smoke, like they did smoke, and right. then she just like appears. a genie coming out of the bottle. Yeah. Like right. it's, it's blank, and then the smoke goes up, and when the smoke stops, she's in it, in the center of it. Yes, yeah. You need that air of mystery, something that I mean, even Balor does that. It's it's mysterious, and it it adds another another level. And I think that's that's where she should go. She should stop trying to be. No, I wish every time down. I came in a room there was smoke and it just disappeared and I was there. Don't go, <laughs> don't, don't go into bowling alleys. That'd be alleys. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the weirdest warning I've ever heard. Anyways. Don't go into bowling alleys. Um, we also got to or see a little bit alleys. of uh, a look into the performance center shows that they do. More yeah, that, yeah a weird, a weird way shows. to... It's like a weird way to, to earn your way onto the roster for the for the house shows. Like, it... it but... Those are you. You makes can sense. be. It does. It yeah, makes you sense. can yeah. be in the ring so many times, just being in the ring without your gear on and whatever. But when you're actually performing, you can't stop and start. You can't correct a mistake. You have to just keep going. Actually, it's I'd different. Be, I'd be way more nervous to wrestle in front of wrestlers than I would be in front of fans because wrestlers know when something is is good and when something is not but, good. But that's also, I feel like, when you're wrestling and you go back into the room, everyone's just like, "Oh yeah, that was great." Yeah, for but the most part, that's worse. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was proven with after 
after Tino and Tucker's match when they were talking to Mr. Ty the Perfect Dillinger. Ten, Ty Dillinger. Yeah. Um, like, just that little interaction seems so valuable. Yeah. Let's talk about that interaction because I sure. wrote that down as a topic for tonight. Um, Tino, who is trying to make his way onto NXT uh, TV, gets advice from Ty, and mm-hmm. basically. Ty gives him some good pointers of people are going to hate you automatically because of the way you look. Um, True story. And uh, he was like, I'm even jealous of the way you look. I don't want to look at you because of the way you look. But he said... And this is the guy who's supposed to be the perfect 10? Right, right. Yeah. Um, What was the other... He said specifically... um, What was the other piece of advice he gave? Because it was really good. Slow down. Um, he said, "Slow down and just uh, for nonverbal one. communication." Oh, right? Yeah, that yeah. Was right. Good. Like it can and take a look like, as opposed absolutely. to saying something. Look at them, then look at you, and look back at them. <laughs> Please, they get the message. Yeah. They really do. And I, I think, I think it sort of speaks to to what Tino's focused on. He's focused on being in top condition. He's not yet where he needs to be as far as the... Performance the, goes? I mean, performance, but just understanding. Yeah. His understanding isn't isn't where it needs to be But that comes with, yet. like, being immersed in that environment. Well, and, it should. Yeah. It should. Um, for some, it takes a little bit longer, but it's it's a mental game. Wrestling's more mental than it... Than it, it or is it, it's at least as mental as it is physical. Is there something for Tino that you would like to see character-wise? Because we already have so many of the what, I'm perfect. What character did he have? That's, no, but that's what I mean. Is right. He's, he's, so far he's going at, hey, look at me, my name's Tino. Awesome. And that's the thing is, like, I, I look at him and he's like, or I'm like, he's a very attractive guy, but there's no personality there. Yeah. Even even his interviews on Breaking Ground, I don't see any personality. There, yeah. That differentiates him from any other human being on the planet. Hmm. Right. I wonder who he's watching. I want to know what wrestlers he's looking at and who he wants to sort of uh, portray when he develops his persona. Or draw from places other than wrestling, too. Yeah, but, I mean, it. I, <laughs> where where does he know? He knows football, and I. It, so far we haven't seen any other personality stuff from him. I play football. He could be CrossFit dude. I was th- that I was would be such think- a heel thing of like how how much do you hate when people just like talk about CrossFit all day? <laughs> It'd be funny because a lot of like wrestlers do CrossFit. I know. <laughs> like Seth Rollins only does CrossFit. But he doesn't talk about it all the time. He does on when he's not on camera. <laughs> oh. oh, like most of the behind the scenes things with him, he's like, yeah, so I do CrossFit. <laughs> like, oh my God, bro. Yeah, like even for the like the Shield DVD, like the Rise and Fall of the Shield, most of it is following him at his workout doing CrossFit. <laughs> and his and his unfiltered with Renee Young is talking. So you do CrossFit? Oh, CrossFit. Yeah, thank yeah. you for or talking to me about like it. What if he was like the like he was a super successful head of this like workout company like uh, similar to a P90X where he like gets other people in shape but he doesn't actually do that he just like does his own workout stuff and like is I don't know it's kind of like a Simon um, Dean yeah it's fake yeah. it's that all fake mm-hmm. yeah and so like, they've done the workout thing before but I think his would be a body that people would be like oh yeah no I won't buy that like if they put him do, do we know if he's in the background of Triple H's workout DVD? Probably. Oh, I don't know. Oh, he, no, he's probably too early. Yeah. But probably, yeah. probably. But that would, it would be great if they could turn that into a thing where it's like, well, now I want, now I'm going to have my own body series. Yeah. Because I'm just so, but so see, beautiful. That, that, then that's something that you could start to do. Mm-hmm. It's still sort of like the perfect guy, though, which there are, there's just 
so many of those. I don't know. That's the thing, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I just don't don't quite know where where he's going, and I don't think he does either. Which is sort of why he's he's stuck in that. He's place. around. Yeah. He's lukewarm. I. But speaking of somebody who like speaking of spicy and hot, mm. um, really big fan of what we saw with Love Preet this episode. Okay. Like so no seriously, except for him punching someone's so, uh, so, no, Hugo nuts claw. right he in the junk. In the junk. But that's but that's something that. So, so we've we also got a lot of ZZ in this episode yeah. where we got to right. see where he came from. Yeah. This is something from Lovepreet where we got to see where his where he came from and the possibility of like this is a wrong way to use that style. Yeah, but <laughs> what like if he went there? Let's take that, change it to something where maybe when the ref's not looking, he does something that he pulls out from his from his old bag of tricks. We've heard so many times of, you know, wrestlers coming in who have experience and they have to train them the WWE way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. uh, it's almost easier for them sometimes to have a clean slate of someone that's very athletic but hasn't necessarily wrestled before teaching them, you know, their moveset. Yeah, and and with this, seeing him develop in that way and the fact that he did get onto... Uh, he got onto a house show, which was very interesting to see an Angelo Dawkins Sawyer Fulton feud uh, touring, where they each have different tag team partners. Yeah, that's uh, if they bring that to, or when if slash when they bring that to TV, it'll be interesting to see. And mm-hmm. I, I'm beyond. I would love to see what Lovepreet and and Dawkins can do, like on a mic, just to see, like, because there's that culture clash. Yeah, that that seems very interesting to me too. And I didn't know who Sawyer's uh, uh, or Sawyer Fulton's yeah, teammate I was, tell. but that that seemed very interesting to me. Um, and also the fact that Lovepreet and uh, um, Robbie uh, Brookside got got along so well because of Curry mm. was was also just super it's like hey, do you want to go hotter coach it's like eh, no this is pretty fine to me I, I, I'm I'm love Freet so far is is the guy that I'm really interested to see where he goes from here he's I, I know his sport I've seen it before it's it is one of the most strangely physical sports that that you could possibly find mm-hmm. and I think it's very well suited for for wrestling it's sort of like a cross between wrestling and rugby in a <laughs> in a lot of ways it's really physical and I think he's he will be well suited for this as long as he can just sort of keep his nose to the grindstone and and just try and absorb the the more intelligent aspects of it yeah I think he'll he'll do really well it is very cool to see going back to Brookside going over to eat some curry. Yeah, just so how welcoming food. you know it it is the family aspect of oh you're from this country you moved away from your entire family and that's not something that people in India are accustomed to you're here on your own I'm gonna take care of you and the fact that it's more than just other people at the performance center but it's one of the head coaches yeah. Robbie Brookside is like. I want to make sure you're doing okay. Let's hang out. I'm I'm a fan of of certain things from yeah. your culture. Let me do what I can to be the like the transition from that life to this life. And the fact that Lovepreet is so down and just like I feel like this is home now is great. Like cool. What I want to see more from you. Yeah. Yeah. Bailey and Carmela did that as well with Sarah from Tough Enough. Yes, they they, mm-hmm. they brought her on one of the road trips and we got to see a little bit of Bailey uh, talking about how she used to make trips from the San Francisco to L.A. all the yeah. time. Yeah. San, San Jose to L.A. San yeah. Jose, hell yeah. of a drive, dude. Yeah, six hours. Six mm-hmm. hours. But if that's what you love... <laughs> that's what you do. You do it. Yep. 
for probably five dollars a pop. <laughs> yeah, hot dog and a handshake. Yeah, um. but that's that's important. It's important to ha- take the the younger talent and sort of take them under your wing and try and mold them. She's she is at the top of the women's division in NXT. She knows it, and she's a champion, and mm-hmm. she tries to be a good example for other talent. She goes out of her way to be that good example and to try and take people and mold them into something that's that's better than than what they were before. Which is great to see in anybody, let alone somebody in this well, division as well. In the industry, like especially in the company, I think it it's important to like what she was saying of I want the entire division to get better, and it only gets better by having better wrestlers in it to wrestle against. Right. It's That's the same fair. with hosting. Like I, I'd rather host with people that are good at hosting. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So. You, you That's have why to I hate have. you guys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I love you guys. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Like that's the thing. It's like I I love this show because I think that there is like a good chemistry. Everyone's passionate about what we talk about, and we're we're a good uh, schmelting pot. Schmelt, schmelting. Other people schmelting. tolerate it. We see. It. I mean, <laughs> if, there are. Let me say, from looking at the nxteam.spreadshirt.com store, there are plenty of people who seem to be enjoying it enough to support us in that way. To put and it on their bodies. Seriously, and, and I <laughs> and just billboards really quickly. Thanks to everybody who has because it 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 helped us get to SummerSlam. It really did. And and uh, some fun some fun announcements that we may have coming up. So there's that. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. But always new shirts, so look at that. I'll, I'll push it again at the end <laughs> of the always show. Always new shirts. Before we see y'all later, alligator, let's talk about <laughs> some gator training. <laughs> Professional <laughs> level transition from Catherine <laughs> Kelly. You can follow her on Twitter at Catherine Kelly for more of this good. I do have to say though, you're you kill it on Twitter some nights. Like when you're here watching Raw, and I'm like on my way out, and he's like. Hey, how about this one? I'm like, why haven't you posted it yet? Just post it. <laughs> Magical. Thanks. Thanks. I try. I'm thinking about that retweet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gotta get those those arrows, not them hots. Freaking favorites. Twitter stupid. sucks. I like the fans too. But uh, Gator Training. <laughs> that is something that would like get so many retweets if I just tried to wrestle a gator, right? Uh, yeah. Gator Thomas. Absolutely. Um, so, ZZ, back feeling like he's at home, drives all the way to Tampa. This is so funny because it's like Bailey talking about how she drove to L.A. to wrestle. And ZZ's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drive to Tampa to wrestle. And he's volunteering, though. Like, yeah. like... I, I do have to say, for somebody who is such a fish out of water, ZZ is doing what he can to, to make himself comfortable so that he can yeah. then start to go well, out of his comfort zone. If you think about it, in their free time, like, Balor does Legos, Dana Brooke gets her hair done, <laughs> ZZ wrestles gators, that's how he, like, collects yeah. himself. And I mean, it's, it's, it's good to work with animals, and I think it's... And it's a good workout, <laughs> pulling a hundred-pound animal. Eight-hundred-pound alligator, yeah. Um, I think this actually was a great opportunity to see him in in a realm where he's comfortable. And you can actually see what he could be like if he were more comfortable in the performance center in a wrestling ring. Yes. Like, this is yes, the type yes, yes. of person that you could really sort of get behind. If he were just able to, to get used to being in that environment as opposed to in a swamp where there are things that will eat you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I do though. I do think though that he needs to wrestle barefoot. The, no, I, I, the shoe I agree thing, with that. Yeah, shoe thing that got to go. He got to wrestle barefoot. That's fine. Yeah, he's he's more used to it anyway. Yeah, like or else he would wrestle in like cowboy boots, like gator gator skin boots. Not even then. He he was walking around out all out Muddy there barefoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's he's obviously got the feet for it. He could be like that. Your American wild man, and that could that could really work for him as, a, a, as a character. Man. Yeah, American wild man. The American wild man. Yeah. AWM. As opposed to AMW, <laughs> which we, is we find the defendants guilty. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to mention from this episode? Any moments? Well, I, we kind of talked about uh, Noof's first appearance. We didn't really talk about her oh, second. Oh, I the... thought we were talking about both of them at the same time. Oh no, the second one was way. The second worse. one was awful. <laughs> it was. It was. And and just to be com- completely clear, it was bad. It was really bad, and we're really happy that she acknowledged that yeah. it was bad. But. Y- <sighs> her first entrance, I actually kind of like the entrance when she actually got into the ring. But now, with the context of it being in front of people, and there was an interview, and she just did not seem the interview ready was really weird. at all it, for that. You it, didn't. It sounded Dasha like, was very ready for it. It sounded yeah. like, if anything, she thought of the one line of not wanting to rub her the right way or rubbing her the wrong way, and that's all that she had in her mind. And she was like, "I'm just going to go with it." Well, you have why to don't we want your it? character and be your character, not just recite? And Agreed. Right. But also, if you don't right. know your character, you don't know how to answer those questions. So it, she she had an idea for what she was going to be, but she doesn't know who Aaliyah is yet. Right. Which is the problem. And and when you say, um, yeah, I guess, like, if that was on television, she'd be done. Yeah. And nobody would care about but her. But that's that's why we have these that's shows. That's why we have this these shows. This is developmental. This is developmental. It's like, um, NXT yeah, you may- is not developmental. This is developmental. Actually, um, that works a lot better. Like, yeah. now that we have this... NXT can step aside and be its own brand. Yeah, step and forward and be its own. That's brand. That's really what what I think this is doing is creating that separation between NXT, which is actual television, and this, which is now this is developmental. Yeah. That's not developmental anymore. This is developmental. Mm. Um, yeah, she's got to put in a lot of hours. The good thing is she is still very young and oh, yeah. very hopefully easily or could be easily molded. Right. Mm. I, I think she's just got to. It's hard. I don't know how they teach uh, character development because there's there's. I think it's just talking, talking it out, uh, coming up with it yourself, seeing how other people do it, taking but pieces there's, of advice. There's, there's acting exercises there that you can do that are specifically for character. I know that they've had I, they've had acting coaches come down to the performance center before. I mean, there's even stuff going back to to high school, like like have and also. Having a com, I, I'm not going to say completely useless, but having a degree in theater uh, does does help in these sort of things to where you can you can make a tweak here, make a tweak there. But there there are literally sheets that you can that you hand out to people that say what is this, what is that, what is this. But it's it's stuff that you should. It's stuff that is so inherent with us yeah. that applying it to you again, it feels foreign because you have. Like if you're not used to that sort of a thing, you have to be able to. Where 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 was Aaliyah born? Where did she grow up? And the fact that she came out with all of this and was doing the belly dancer thing. I'm from Canada. Let me stop you right there. 
Like it's you, you've got to yeah. create a character. A it's not you, and that's that's something that I think that uh, Tyler Breeze could have helped with a lot oh, yeah. when he came down to the performance center to help everyone out. Um, of he was talking about how he created a backstory. Why do you do this movement? How do you get in the ring? It's all because of your character. What your character would be doing, right? And um, it's, it's not, not you. you. It's no, not you. it's and that's the thing is like if you do want to be from Canada, be like. Yeah, we we were an immigrant family. My my parents scraped tooth and nail in order to make sure that I got uh, a, a good living. But no matter what, I couldn't make it through. And I only realize now, being who I am and from and taking advantage of where my parents come from is the only way that I can truly be myself and make a difference and make an impact in this world. Okay, yeah, there's something. Or she's just not from Canada. Or she's just not from Canada. <laughs> just that would don't, help be, too? don't be from Canada is probably the easier, <laughs> easier note. Be something else. You're not a wrestler anymore. I mean, or it becomes that it's a character where it's a delusional girl who's obsessed with Kardashians, Bratz dolls, whatever. Like that kind of. Be a version of the Tyler Breeze where instead of being obsessed with yourself, you're obsessed with your phone and you have to get your phone taken away from you in order to fight. And it's kind of like the thing on the pole where if you finish or if you you win or once you finish the match, you can get your phone back. I don't necessarily think it has to be the phone, but she's she's so obsessed with so many other things that like it kind of becomes this weird like cluster of are you here to wrestle or Mm -hmm. are you here to... That could be a character. Well, t- Tyler Breeze, like as you mentioned, Tyler Breeze's words, you have to think of a reason why your character is there. Tyler is there because it it allows the most the most cameras on him to be thrust onto this world stage. We, I mean, we don't know Aaliyah yet. She doesn't know Aaliyah yet. I'd be interesting to to see what she determines for that sort of thing. Why does Aaliyah? Why is Aaliyah in the WWE? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. So like that's why it's 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 hard to to harp on on this negativity, but it's especially it's, since it's so early on. And honestly, oh, if yeah. I were doing that for the first time, I would probably like fall on the ramp. And, but so. at at the same time, you can't try that stuff without with without fear of fa- failing. So because <laughs> falling, fear, well falling. that too because she was up high on that <laughs> second row. But uh, it. I think it allows for a constructive conversation like this one, and I hope that they have something similar down at the Performance Center. You have to, have to fail to succeed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, like, one of my favorite things, and oddly enough, it was from a TNA promo that I first heard it, um, man's uh, man's glory comes not in never falling, but rising every time we fall. Yeah. I, I mean, I know it's an old proverb, but I heard it, I, I just find it funny that I heard it on the TNA promo. Like years ago, that's good. Funny. But that was actually, that, I think that was my yearbook promo or my yearbook promo. Yearbook one of my year, one of my yearbook quotes. Oh my God. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> well, I remember mine actually. Some people are born crazy, and some people are made crazy, and I am some of those people. <laughs> really, was it? That's I'm pretty not good. That up, and that's the hobo was there. We didn't get quotes because I had three thousand people at my high school. Dude, yeah, Catholics, yes. man. No, nope. no, us. Public. <laughs> us. Oh. Catholics. Yeah, they do have a lot of kids. Yeah, they do have three thousand kids per family. Um, Andy Hoozles. Any final thoughts from this episode before we wrap up? Nope. It'll be interesting to see the actual meeting where uh, Sasha and Bailey find out that they're main eventing for Takeover Respect. Yeah. 
That's it's They're funny like, seeing it now. Uh, <laughs> Bailey's saying that so many July. things are going right that she's like just expecting something to go wrong, and I totally know that. It's like, that's by the way, we're taking the title off of you this immediately. Is, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. This yeah. is this is normal. Sure. But uh, uh, th- th- yeah, th- this show keeps getting better and better with its. Format. I hope they yeah. still have one next week because I know we're going into the holidays, mm. and I don't know what the the we- network isn't very good about promoting things a week in advance, <laughs> oh, uh, telling us the really. schedule at all. I think we'll find out on Raw if we're going to have <laughs> one afterwards. Probably, probably, um, yeah. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of our Breaking Ground After Show. Please continue the conversation all week long. People want to find you on um, Twitter or anywhere else. Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at CWFH Training. Um, watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. That's always always a great show. Then oh, actually, they've been releasing. If you go to the the YouTube oh, channel, yeah, on YouTube. they've been releasing full matches that are phenomenal. Chandler and. Uh, Pretty Peter Avalon and uh, Kratos and Martinson. Yes, and Martinson, uh, Kevin Martinson. Week. Yeah, yeah. Well, so freebie. Yeah, it's great. It's, a, it's sort of a like first tastes free. Join the Patreon, which is super <laughs> super inexpensive too, and you get great wrestling. Right, you can see a lot of after buzzers there. Absolutely. Yes, you can. Very uh, Johnny and whoever these two people are, um, and Ty, and Ty, Ty Matthews. Excuse me, wonderful human. Sorry, that once on a lifetime thing is still getting over me. Uh, follow me on Twitter at soapboxmark. NXTeam.spreadshirt.com. Uh, that's where we have a whole bunch of gimmicks for us, the NX team. Uh, we're going to be putting up some new stuff uh, shortly. We just put up a new hobo shirt. How yep. about that? That's good. Um, and honestly, the boxcar club, the boxcar club shirts are awesome. And and not even exaggerating, when everybody wants one, Bill, who was here <laughs> last week, true. he just got his in the mail. Rock, um, Rocky Romero yeah. is getting his soon. Um, this weird guy named uh, uh, F. Devitt was was yeah, emailing me asking asking me about it. I don't know. It don't seems know. to be popular. So go yep. to nxteam.spreadshirt.com, pick up your own, follow me on Twitter uh, for Star Wars video games, all sorts of fun crap. You can follow me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly and on Instagram at Kathy Kelly. Um, check out our NXT after show. We did that From, a couple hours ago. I was about to say Takeover Brooklyn. Awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Takeover London. <laughs> so good. Um, but we will be doing, um, we're still around next week doing after shows, so check out the Raw one. Check out the NXT one. We're going to be talking about Sami Zayn and stuff like that. Hopefully there'll be a Breaking Ground one. But until next week, Okay, Kelly. Bye. Yeah, bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. You later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.